TJ and N show. I'm Tyler here with Josh and Nick. Today we're going to talk about the success of the DARE program. Uh, we have some big, not some big uh, tech news, weird tech news for you guys. And then we are going to do Am I the Asshole today, even if this episode is three hours long. And to close us out, Nick's going to run some trivia. So, how's everybody doing today? I'm good, Tired. buddy. Tired. Tired. Yeah, that's the uh, consensus right now. The newborn life. Are you are you a newborn now? Yes, I went back in time, and I am now a newborn. Oh, you're reincarnated as a newborn. Yes, reincarnation. We talked about that once, I think. Um, I think so, so um, honestly, though, I mean, gonna be happier. Um, I have been watching that uh, that Netflix show that went viral on TikTok, that uh, Squid Game. That's so been good. pretty. That's been pretty surreal. It's so good. How far are you? Uh, I'm on episode three, which I think oh. was the cookie was the cookie episode yeah. where they had the and the dude sitting there yeah. like licking it for like ten minutes, like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he finally gets it. He opens that cookie container and he sees that umbrella in there, and he's like, "Oh fuck me, man!" <laughs> I I was like, "Oh, he's gonna die in this episode. He's not. He's not main. He's not the main character. That's yeah. not. That's not his job." You're you're not that guy. You're not that guy. Um, you're not that guy, pal. Another yeah. TikTok. That's, about, uh, that's what we got too. It's really interesting, but honestly, it is the worst dubbed anything I've ever seen in my Agreed. life. Agreed. I 100 percent agree. It's hard to get through at points. Not been listening to the English version. Is there an English version? What? Uh, you've been doing the original with the subtitles. Yes. That was a better experience. I mean, I hate, I, I really hate reading while I'm trying to watch a TV show, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I'll try the dub version, though. I had no idea there was a dub version, so that's funny. It's it's bad. It's hard to get through. Their voices nah. don't match their bodies, and they don't match their mouths, and it, it's just like, a lot of the times, I feel like the tone in their voice does not match what's going on in the scene. And it is just rough to get through. I will say this about watching the subtitled version that you can tell just by the language and the um, the bot well a the actual language that they're speaking and the body language and like reading the subtitles and the context of what they're talking about. They are trying really hard to be kind of like American esque Hollywood style. Um, like acting if you will so uh i thought the same thing when i first started it uh i went ahead and chose to do the english version and it is honestly it was tough to begin with. i was like oh episode one ended and i was like you know what i don't think i'm gonna watch this again and then it just kept getting better so i was like okay this is this is okay and you're so right the uh the facial expressions <laughs> And the actual English words, the way they translate, is, it's really funny. It is so funny. Especially when you meet the, uh, 
the really skinny girl that's really in your face and really loud, you'll you'll meet her very shortly. Actually, I think you guys already have. Uh, do you yeah. know who I'm talking about? She's the one that was using the lighter with the yes. needle. Yeah, yep. yeah. She's she got some spunk. Yeah. But what's funny is she was she's one of the annoying. She she's was one of the first. Annoying. She was one of the first people who got down on her, you know, hands and knees and was like, "Please let me live. I don't want to die." <laughs> yep. So I don't know. She's kind of a two-faced bitch, in my opinion. She is. She is dirty, 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 dirty. Uh, but if you can just get past the rough <laughs> the rough dubbing of it i just started ignoring it and like watch the entire scene rather than uh their mouths moving because i knew it was all messed up but dude that show threw me for a loop i cannot wait for season two to come out absolutely i haven't yeah i I have to get through the whole thing the uh the main baddie with the uh different he's got like the actual like black mask that like has eyes and nose and mouth mm-hmm. and a hood he's he's an interesting uh mystery to me right now because in this last episode um that guy stole a gun from one of the uh guards or whatever they are and uh you know he told the kid or well he didn't know he was a kid but he took he told the guy to take his mask off and he he complied took his mask off and then the dude shoots himself in the head and then the big baddie comes out and he just shoots the kid in the face before he even gets to say anything. And, and he's like, remember what I told you. They see your face, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So The show uh, is going to throw you so, such, like, it's going to throw you for a loop so hard. I love it. I love it, loops. It's going to be great. It's going to be like great. The old, uh, it's like the old robot chicken. Uh, what a twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on uh, TikTok that the movie yeah. is apparently a commentary about the American occupation of their country. And I, at least in the first three episodes, don't see that correlation at all. Maybe I'm too stupid to, re- to see that kind of symbolism, <laughs> but I do not even remotely see how... Sounds like something... Like I think TikTok... Bullshit. I think TikTok is uh, providing some of that misinformation as we discussed about... It seems I... more of like a commentary on like classism to me rather than an occupation it's yeah it definitely is about like, classism but uh, what do i know i don't know yeah um anything else happened fun this week for you guys rectal stimulation uh. <laughs> all right not okay. the good kind either not the good kind but... so um this this we can make this a public service announcement for new parents if we have any. Um, yeah. This is for uh, you, JJ. If you have a infant child who happens to be constipated and the prune juice is not getting the job done, here's some product placement for you. There's this little Swedish company out there that makes this nifty little device called the Windy, and it is a rectal probe that helps them poop. And that is all the detail I'm going to get into. That is spelled W-I-N-D-I. Google it. And if you think it's something you're willing to try, I can 100% say it works. So there's that. Good job, Nick. sponsored. <laughs> that sounds like an uncomfortable thing to do. Sorry that you had to, you I had mean, to go through that. When it's your own kid and you're just trying to provide them comfort, it's different. If I had to do it to someone else's kid, I'd probably freak out. So mm. there's that. It's still, it is, you know. 
but it still is. I don't know. Uncomfortable. Um, I witnessed a hate crime this week. Oh, I guess it was explain. last week. But uh, was at work with good old JJ. I've mentioned him before. He's the boomer kid that you know browses Facebook through his internet browser on his phone and not through the app. Uh, we were walking at work about two in the morning, and he saw a possum. He's like, "Oh, a possum!" And um, I take my phone out to take a video of it, you know. And before I get my phone out, JJ's already halfway between me and this possum, and he just. He wrangled it, man. To spare all the gory details, JJ was the apex predator of that situation. And to me, it seemed like a trauma response. Like that possum had personally wronged him or someone he deeply cared about. Possums have tiny little human hands and they're creepy and deserve what JJ brought upon them. He's a legend on this podcast. In my opinion, they can't get rabies and they eat ticks. They're okay in my book. He says they tear up his his hay bales on the farm. Yeah, see, exterminate them. But we weren't on the farm. That's the thing. This possum has lived his whole life probably in this soybean plant. He just has soybeans scattered randomly throughout the plant that are made from, you know, messes that he just gets to eat. He's never been in a predator-prey scenario in his whole life. He he was not ready for JJ to chase him down. It was an unfair fight. Darwinism isn't dead. I don't know, man. He, he, he picked the wrong soybean plant. That's all I can say. <laughs> this is the wrong motherfucking neighborhood. The, you know, the pigeons back at it, when I used to work at 84 Lumber, um, the pigeons picked the wrong lumber yard to, to stay in. That's the, all the detail I'll go into on that. So. <laughs> hey, yeah, they did do that. Huh? I, did, I did have, admittedly, some help from uh, some local uh, hawks. They uh, They really knew how to unzip a pigeon, man. A pigeon. One time yeah. I saw that hawk knock himself out. He you sent me that video, actually. Mock Jesus Mock in our back Jesus. warehouse inside, and he smacked <laughs> right the fuck into one of those support beams and just fucking just landed on top of a bunk of plywood. And Fun like, fact. Oh my god, he's for, dead. For people who don't, you know, d- didn't know or maybe haven't listened to it yet or for just forgot tyler and i used to work in the same lumber yard so yeah we saw some interesting uh wildlife in that uh good old lumber yard then you get a cat and a snake from there tyler i got the um, cat i didn't get yeah. the snake from there whatever happened to the cat tyler it died that's right <laughs> it, 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 it died <laughs> two days after i took it home oh. and i i wholeheartedly believe that it was not my fault <laughs> I am convinced that it is not my fault. It could have been, but I don't believe that. In a a ditch on the side of a highway. Okay. At least I got to die in a comfy little box. You know, you tried. And and not on the side of the highway. You know, I found baby garter snakes a lot. You know, we would play with them for a few minutes and then release them back into the swamp that was the treated lumber. See, but when I worked in another lumber yard, I found a turtle. I did keep that. I had him for a long time. And then I found another cat that I had for a long time. But that one didn't quite, he didn't make it, unfortunately. Yeah. No, man, but that hawk flew right into that beam. And it just laid there for like a minute. And I was like, oh, it's it's dead. This fucking hawk just killed itself. And then it just popped up and shook itself off and flew away. 
I was like, oh, okay. Hawk was a champ. All right. Well, Joshua, do you have any interesting stories to add to our little get together here before we dig in? Uh, no, just I started a new job, a new position in my job, and I am tired. It's been a long week, so. I feel like you have something else to tell the audience that happened to you recently. About me getting a dog? Ah, there you go. What's that about? I got a baby German Shepherd, and she is a pain in my ass. But you love her to pieces. She is very adorable. She hangs out with me while I work all day, so. It's yep. it's pretty cool, but uh, she's still a puppy, so she li- she licks the dogs. Like I have a Belgian Malamoyne and an Australian Shepherd, and she licks them, but she bites me. Okay, mm-hmm. what is that about? Can can anybody tell me what that's about? Because that does not seem fair. And her really little, and you don't. I'm gonna start biting back. I'm telling you what. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Um. Yeah, and it's just been been a long week. I think that really has something to do with it, too. Getting that little puppy, and she's only 10 weeks old, so literally can't do anything by herself. She can't be left alone. She's a, She screams when you lock her in the cage or step away from her. So no personal space. Uh, and she chews on the metal bars of my desk while I'm working, so... It's a win-win. Smart thing. animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really smart. She she can smell the minerals in your in your fake metal desk. All right. I bet that sound is horrible. It's probably like nails on a chalkboard. To be real. Honestly, it's I have uh, sounds. I have noise canceling headphones in, so I don't even notice it. I can feel so her you chewing. Don't notice it. But your customers hear clang, clang, clang. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's not as bad as when they all start howling. If an if an ambulance goes by, every single dog in my house just starts screaming at the top of their lungs to match pitch. That's you fantastic. Teach them, you should teach them to do that when you make a sale. Oh, you hear that? He's starting. So you make a sale. And then all dogs all howl, and it makes the customers happy, and then more people come buy insurance from you because they want to hear the dogs howl. The the customers do really enjoy when the dogs start howling. And I apologize up front. I was like, hey, ambulance just went by. My dogs are probably going to start howling. And they're like, ha, 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 okay, that's fine. And then they're like, oh, that's so cute. I'm like, yeah, until you sit here and deal with it ten times a day. He, 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 now buy insurance from me. Josh, maybe you shouldn't live where so many people need ambulances. No, I shouldn't live by a fire station. That's really what the problem is. The reason there's probably so many ambulances is going to correlate into the subject that we're about to dig into, which is the D.A.R.E. program. That's so funny. And it's all the fucking overdoses down the street from your house. Just kidding. So, boys, are we ready? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And I get a oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Dare, one of the foundational failures of my generation. It all started back in the 1980s when Reagan had his famous little war on drugs spat 
which continued to roll into the 90s and early 2000s. Um, you know, they had a lot of fun little uh, slogans out there, just say no, you know, um, you know, it's cool to say no to drugs, you know, that type of thing. Um, the premise of this program was to kind of campaign um, inside of younger classroom settings, like such as fifth and sixth graders. And uh, these curric this curriculum was um, carried out by police officers, which um, did not really help the, uh, the curriculum to uh, do well, so but, to say. But the parents, the parents love that part, I imagine. <laughs> oh, the police are talking to my kids about drugs. That's great. But what people don't realize is teenagers don't learn by listening to blindly to authority. They learn by trying something and see if they die. True. But so here's the problem with the police instead of, let's say, maybe like a substance abuse uh, prevention specialist, which apparently that's a job title. Um, <laughs> so you have um, children who probably have had negative um, encounters with the police, depending on their living situation. Obviously not all mommies and daddies get along and sometimes police get called. And uh, outside of that, you could just be a minority child and be, you know, targeted for the fact that you're a minority. So the, uh, the whole police being present in the classroom deal kind of drew a little bit of a line in the sand, so to say, of whether, you know, it, it was actually appealing to children or not, um, based on some evidence that was provided by a 19, I believe it was, yeah, 1994 um, study uh, that was made by the Department of Justice. Their findings were that D.A.R.E. was ineffective, and D.A.R.E. got very mad and sued, and uh, they didn't really get anywhere with that because, well, they just didn't really have a case uh, to go against a scientific study like that, but the reason they were able to even sue is because D.A.R.E. is, in fact, a uh, private organization that was backed politically and privately by stakeholders. So it was very important for this agenda to get pushed into um, middle schools throughout the uh 90s and early 2000s, even into my generation. When I was in fifth and sixth grade, I had plenty of personal experiences with D.A.R.E. that uh, so happened to uh, be very ineffective with uh, me and my classmates. We, uh, you know, used to have a nice long 45-minute lecture about, you know, all the reasons why you shouldn't do drugs versus, like, reasons like hey, here's how you could prevent doing drugs. They used to basically use like, um, instead of like talking about prevention, they would like push like penalization in your face. Like, oh, if you do drugs, you're going to jail forever. And uh, watch the, this video. Uh, intimidation um, factor of it. Yes. Scared straight. You know. So they, uh, you know, they'd be like, watch this video of this girl who smoked a joint and, and, and we're going to use this egg in our frying pan to compare it. You know, this is your brain on drugs and the, you know, the eggs in the skillet bubbling and crackling. And, you know, she's in the corner having a fucking anxiety attack and screaming, why did I ruin my life by smoking that joint? 
Why did I inhale the marijuanas? You know, it's really sad shit. But, um, you know, beyond that, it was a, uh, like I said, it was politically backed. Uh, and it had a lot of private stakeholders. It had a lot of assumed success uh, via TV ads, bumper stickers, bookmarks, See, that's funny. large that's events. Because um, didn't the science show that kids who didn't attend the dare program were less likely to do drugs well see that's the thing you're 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 going into these you know middle school classrooms and you are actually exposing these children to things that they've never even fucking heard of and now that they've heard of it they're you know like oh well when i'm in eighth grade and you know someone says do you want to go do heroin i'll know what it is now and i cannot be afraid of it (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) You want to go shoot up outside? All right, exactly. So, well, didn't Dare also taught the difference between like uh, crack and cocaine and uh, you know just like slang terms? Uh, like Dare taught these kids terms that were used on the street for drugs. So now when somebody says, oh, he's a dope fiend or, um, you know, he has an eight ball or whatever the situation is, these kids are going to be sitting there and be like, oh, well, I know what that is because these cops came in the classroom and told me what that is. Hey, my dad has one of those. <laughs> my my dad and mom partake every night. I see them with their needles all the time. Speaking my dad of sugar with his nose. <laughs> sugar with his nose. Speaking of mommy and daddies, by the time my nieces were in i would say first or second grade um they got to this point where they were taking jars of marijuana and having the children smell them and then they were like now if you ever smell this in your house or on your parents you need to come here and let us know so we can get that (laughs) taken care of and it's just like are you fucking serious you're trying to turn kids into narcs against their own parents who are smoking weed of all things weed the story I read on the internet from good old Reddit. Someone was at a dare meeting in their school. And they passed out a joint, you know, to all the kids. So they could see the weed like you described. And then it never got passed back up. So they were like, well, we can, we're going to go out of the room and give you guys a chance to pass it back up. When we come back, or we're going to search everybody. And, you know, we're going to find it that way. We get the dogs, you know, blah, 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 the whole spiel. So they go out for a few minutes. They come back in. And when they come back in, they're like, all right, pass it up. And they get two joints passed up. So they passed out one. No one turned it back in. And they got two back afterwards. So you know someone just had it on them. And they're like, yep, I don't want to deal with this. This is worth passing up my joint. Nobody else is going to do it. And I just, I think that's so funny. You know what? Good on that guy. Because that's a tough thing to do. To take the fall. To give away your own medicine like that. That's just a tragedy. (laughs) He just handed up some Tylenol, didn't he? And yes, notice how I refer to marijuana as medicine, because in the great state of Ohio, that is how it is recognized, children. But don't... Oh, so you're a doctor. But you still do need to be the age of 21 or older to consume. So, just remember that. Dr. Nick. Yes. Our official stance is no underage consumption. Yes, that is the TJNN's official stance on any substance that requires you to be of age. Although I do think it's kind of silly. I do think it's kind of silly, even though 
I'm, you know, a reformed cigarette smoker. I, uh, I do Praise believe, <laughs> right, Mother Mary and Joseph. Uh, so I think it is a little absurd that you have to be 21 to buy a pack of cigarettes now. Um, yeah. Considering you can sign your life away to like the military and go out to battle and get shot and die. And you can't buy a pack of cigarettes that are going to kill you in, you know, 50, 40, 75 years. Just depends on your body, I suppose. So I think that's kind of weird. But, you know, that, you know, everyone had their especially, little spat. Especially dumb they didn't grandfather anybody in. Can you imagine being 20, so already buying cigarettes every, you know, week? You literally whatever. already yeah, have already, the addiction. You're already hook lined and lured and you know they're just like oh sorry you gotta wait six months till you turn 21 now and you're just like you're like asking people at work to buy you cigarettes or college you know cigarettes. or just going to the same uh gas stations that you always went to and or like, okay here you go i would say well this yeah so you or you go to your local bodega where they don't care and barely speak english mm. and you're like pack of cigarettes please and they're like five dollar and you're like yes <laughs> yes five dollar <laughs> yes i give you ten dollars <laughs> yeah. that's so, so funny like this gas station by my house oh i want to tell the story so bad for so long after they were done making them and for a while it was cool it was like oh yeah i can still get my mint pods and then they started you know it's like oh it's been a while it's probably not at least even safe anymore and they started jacking the price up. They ended up, the last mint jewel pods went for $45 for a four-pack. And the uh, last mango went for $65. That's Which absurd. That's insane. Isn't it? Isn't it? That is absolutely insane. For a jewel pod. Yeah, that's just dumb. Four. Four jewel pods. Huh? Mango. You can go to your mango. local vape. Nectar of life. You can go to your local vape shop. You can buy you a box mod and a sub-ohm tank. You can get yourself some peach pear juice, and you'll be in the exact same position you wanted to be with the fucking jewel. That's my stance on that. And it uh, cost you $60. This is completely off of the drugs, marijuana, cigarettes, That's anything. Fine. But there's this gas station that was over by Tyler's house. And when we were growing up, we were in high school. And this gas station was ran by some Indians. And they were great people. They were really nice. Um, they're not Indian. Yeah, they were. They had the dot they're on Middle their forehead. Eastern. They're definitely Middle Eastern. They definitely had the dot on their forehead. Because this is the story. Right, right. We went in right. to grab lunch That's meat. That's a religion thing, not a uh, region thing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and bow out of this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find this. Nonetheless, uh, I was way too young and being just completely dumb, uh, and I thought it was a marker, and I was wrong. So it's not, it's not marker. They don't, put, they don't paint it on every morning. Just letting you know. What is it? I don't know, but it's not marker. Do you not remember like me? In some cases. I asked the, I asked the lady behind the counter, and we got asked to leave urgently that's pretty funny i don't recall that no i believe it happened completely but i don't yep. recall yep 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 apparently i was not uh very sensitive so a little 
that question was a little racially motivated. I, I would that was say. many hangovers <laughs> ago. That it wasn't. Uh, no, was I know. I Yeah, I was like a Probably freshman, school, early high school. Yeah. Like maybe a freshman in high school. I just we young lads. Have you guys had your? What year did you guys graduate again? Twenty sixteen. Okay. What was that? The seal? Oh, uh, that that was my that was my age just showing itself. What was yours? Two thousand ten. I'm a twenty tenner. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Almost. Been, uh, almost ten 11, years. Um, it's been eleven for those who can do math. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I meant I mean after us. That was a bit of a, I rounded up from. You so know, you went from six five. to ten. Now here. Yeah. You're yeah. Really. Okay. Anything okay. over five, you round hold up. On, you on. probably did really well on standardized testing. <laughs> Nick, you were the second person to give me shit for rounding up this week, and I'm like, no, it's over five. You round up. Always. To the next number, really not five. She no, said, you round up said, to the next five. Yeah, the next five or zero. She said, "You don't do that in time." I'm like, you always do that with numbers. With numbers, you round up. If it's fucking 628, I'm going to tell you it's 630. Same. If it's 626, I'm going to tell you it's 630. Because it's not 625 anymore. Exactly. And I do this all the time with Brianna. And she said, why can't you just give me the real time? I'm like, what do you mean? This is... In it's 20 quarter, seconds... In 20 seconds... It's 10. In 20 I'm seconds, gonna it's going to be real. Is. Okay? You're right. Time is... It's a... It's a concept. Oh man, that's a whole different podcast, guys. Come on now. Next, um, next week. On- <laughs> yeah, right. we're already advertising for uh, future episodes here. We're going to talk about the construct of time and how it's a man-made, fabricated piece of shit, and I hate it. Um, but uh, so yeah, there was a fun little uh, snippet of my childhood. I personally did not find it to be. Um, effective in my life not saying that i went out and did hard drugs or anything but it didn't make me i guess you know in my opinion this is just my opinion it a lot has to do with uh an individual's home life as far as what they're going to end up doing um with their bodies when they're older or even as a child um and then also has to depend on what circle you fall into, um, obviously, who you hang out with uh, in and outside of school is going to uh, play a big role into what you're exposed to. Um, but, you know, just circling back to home life, um, you're usually a product of your environment. And, um, you know, if addiction runs rampant in your family, which I think I would say nine out of 10 people's families have someone addicted to something. It doesn't have to be heroin or hard drugs. It could be cigarettes. It could be candy. It could be, you know, sugar in general. Dude, I am Um, super addicted to sugar. Well, and energy drinks, Josh. You're a culprit of that as well. Caffeine's probably the most addictive substance in America, bar none. You're Um, so right. I drink a 300 milligram caffeine bang every single day to start my day. Caffeine and caffeine and alcohol are just the accepted drugs you're so right acceptable ones yep my family is one of the more dangerous ones in my opinion well that yeah so that's where i'm going here my family um are very embracive of our german irish roots um Mm. and we drink i personally am not a heavy drinker i drink on weekends and at social gatherings and it's usually 
two to three beers at most. I don't really enjoy getting drunk anymore. I, I obviously when I was younger, that was cool. It was fun, but honestly, getting shit faced and waking up the next morning feeling like I got hit by a Mack truck is like not one of my favorite things to do anymore. It just isn't. And I quit liquor um, seven years ago. I don't drink liquor anymore. I just I'm can't so do proud it. Proud of you. Yeah. So if I'm drinking, it's just beer. It's nothing crazy. Um, and every once in a while, I'll cut, you know, I'll cut the leash off and I'll run away with it. And, you know, you're, once you're a still, year or so. Yeah. Yeah. You're still an adult <laughs> and you're going to have those moments. But on a general basis, I didn't want to fall into it. See, whiskey was mm-hmm. the downfall of my family. Uh, and not saying that it like has ruined my family or anything, but Evils. some of, some of them are angry drunks, and when they happen to partake in the whiskey, they get kind of mean. So <laughs> it just uh, it all comes back to the, you know those roots and those family situations, and um, you're a product of your environment. And I don't think Dare ever took that into consideration with their teachings and they were more or less just overly exposing young children to things that they didn't need to know about because eventually they would have came into contact with some something that they were discussing and probably would have known to just pass on it and if they didn't i mean it is what it is so i don't think it required a multi-billion dollar company to step in and intervene to try and you know stop kids from doing what's just a natural part of life which is a, a you know learning exploring and experiencing so that's my take on that that's a good take i fuck there fuck there fuck em. uh tyler and i experienced there one time and that was in sixth grade and that was the only dare meeting i've ever been to in my life but uh not to steal Tyler's thunder here but the longest holy shit holy Holy shit! I just we didn't we didn't have there. We had JTI and TI. Yeah, through high school. There's, but it's the same thing. Uh, yeah. We had we had Teen Institute and Junior Teen Institute, which was basically a mashup of what is it's like all the cool stuff that churches do for their youth groups and anti drug stuff into the school. Mm-hmm. So they did lock ins and concerts and parades and all that, and it was all don't do drugs. But if I remember correctly, and I hope you all are listening to this, most of the kids <laughs> in that with us were dr- we did drugs in high school. Yeah, were they were doing were drinking and doing drugs. Me, not me, not in high school. I was a little good boy. I was Thank a little little good boy who snuck a wine cooler every once in a while. You know, every couple years I end up inevitably seeing either something through Facebook, which we're going to talk about Facebook tonight. We are, just so you guys know. Yeah, baby, we're talking about Facebook tonight. But uh, whether it's through Facebook or through uh, word of mouth, inevitably every couple years I hear about another person that I went to high school with dying of an overdose, Um, which is sad in its own right. Because, I mean, even though we're all getting into our 30s, at least my class is, it's really fucking young. And... uh, it's just amazing to me how people sometimes almost voluntarily fall into heroin usage, especially when they already know that what they're doing has the potential to kill them. And, um, and there's a lot of reasons why people end up on heroin. A lot of it stems from people who have 
gone through, um, you know, some sort of med medical procedure. They were given painkillers in the hospital for an extended period of time. They get hooked. They get released out onto the streets. Now they're going through withdrawal. They have no prescription, no way to come come off of it. Well, you know, come off. It's just a dead drop. And then that forces them to seek out black market alternatives, which nowadays usually lead to very lethal doses of fentanyl being laced into their street drugs and killing them. So when I worked at the prison, if I knew somebody was a fentanyl user, I would do everything that I could to stay away from them and stay out of an altercation with them because fentanyl will kill you with a very, very, very small amount. And the people who typically use fentanyl are as a, as a drug, like a recreational drug are absolutely crazy. They literally get superhuman strength when they're on fentanyl. And I remember, uh, it was really late on an, on a, shift i think it i think i ended up getting stuck over due to a uh contamination that happened in the in the females wing and i was stuck at work until 2:30 in the morning got off at 6 was supposed to get off at 6 and ended up getting stuck at until 2:30 and this girl was just wigging out on fentanyl like she was just going absolutely crazy and she ripped the toilet off this off the wall and and these things are like this is a prison okay so these things are bolted in to make sure they're not ripped off the wall she ripped the now, toilet off the wall Josh, what any prison movie i have seen has told me those toilets can be easily moved <laughs> yes you're right uh you, i'm sorry they apparently they're just residential toilets but she literally just cuz of course it's the toilet sink combo and she just grabbed a hold of it and she ripped that off the wall. She knocked down the security camera that was in the in the seg cell and smashed the window. I will not mess with anybody on fentanyl. Sounds like bath salts in my opinion because people literally eat someone else's face on some fucking bath salts. It's honestly it it to me it looks like it makes it seem like it's the same type of results. Fentanyl is so fucked. And people who lace their their heroin with it, honestly, I believe that they're trying to experience a new high because fentanyl and heroin, like heroin, gets you get you high, and then fentanyl gets you a whole different type of high. Well, they're trying to keep people uh, getting higher so they come back and you know. Oh yeah, trying, for sure. Trying, they're trying to increase their addiction so they don't lose a customer. Obviously, it, exactly. I don't. I don't think. I. I, I know some really shitty dealers out there, you know, the ones that don't care about killing people will mm. deliberately hand out hot doses if they don't like you. Yeah. They'll say, fuck this guy, give him a hot dose, and he dies. And they're not going to question it because people overdose every day, right? If you want to get rid of somebody, sadly, that's a pretty fucking easy way to do it. Yep. Give him a hot dose. So. Hey, you said um, we're talking about lacing and cutting drugs. So here's a tidbit about that. Um, Nick and I, uh, well, I know a man, right, who once had his marijuana laced with a uh, PCP. He said him and his wife 
uh, I see where, yeah, marijuana yeah, and uh-huh. started just absolutely bugging the fuck out, you know, freaking the fuck out. This is not Apparently, me, by the way. Mutual, <laughs> mu- mutual acquaintance. This was not I. Feeling like bugs are calling a nurse scan, and he calls this guy and asks what's going on, you know. And the guy says, "Ah, oh, man, I must have gave you the wrong bag, huh?" It's like as chill as can be. Like it's just like a fucking. Yeah. Well, he specially prepared that for a different customer and uh-huh. mixed up the bags. So yeah. that, that's a whole nother level of why you should just. Know, know your dealer. If you're going to go through the black market, know your dealer, know where it's coming from, and make make sure it's a reliable thing, because nowadays there's scary shit on the streets. And I honestly recommend, if you're going to just smoke marijuana, go get your medical card, go to a dispensary, pay the horrible tax, you know, high prices. They're going to come down eventually when the market expands and the demand finally catches up with the supply. It's business economics 101 people are bitching about prices right now and the medical uh, experience and it is simply just due to the fact that there is way higher demand than there is supply that's just basic economics they taught that in 12th grade government um when when the playing field levels out i'd say three to four years from now will be no different than an institution out west like colorado or california when it comes to options and pricing, it's just, it's going to get there. There's already federal le- uh, legislation on the table. Um, and I think once that goes through red or blue state, you're going to see a widespread legalization effort because everybody wants their hand in that cookie jar right now. Cause it's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. And it also, mar- to me, marijuana is alcohol. Exactly. Like, but less, but less killing people. I, um, I mean, like, you can get alcohol poisoning. Of course, you can probably kill yourself on marijuana. Uh, like, 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 literally. Okay, but we can't say it's not gonna. It's not possible if there's in the a history of humankind. There is not a single recorded death from overdosing on marijuana. Okay, but we could probably possibly get there. Nonetheless, no, but it's hey, physically impossible. We could possibly get there. You would suffocate from the lack of oxygen in your lungs before you could physically smoke the amount of marijuana you would have to to die from an overdose. Uh, well, That's impossible. Okay, well, nonetheless, okay, it it doesn't. It's probably going to end up being a recreational. Yes. Y- yeah, like you'll have you'll still have a medical market, right? It'll be separated. That's yeah. how that's how states that run both are doing it right now. They have a medical side to it. They have a recreational side. Rec is usually more expensive because anyone can walk in and buy it over the age of 21, right? Medical tends to be a little bit cheaper because it's being sold as medicine. And therefore, it's being catered to a very niche market versus like, let's say a... Uh, you go to a recreational dispensary and you buy a pack of pre-rolls, you're probably going to pay a little bit more of a premium for those than if you went to a medical institution. However, you're not going to like usually buy a medical uh, in pre-rolled form because most states don't want you smoking it when you're using it medicinally. They want you to vaporize it. So. So would my insurance cover medical marijuana? 
Absolutely not. No. It's not federally legalized. See, that's the. Mm-hmm. There's no subsidy. Like, Everything like, is full price up front. I hate to be the party pooper, but I feel like we're diving a little deeper. We should save it for our episode. Fair enough. Well, I mean, <laughs> I had to, you know, it p- piggybacks off the of the episode? dare program. <laughs> no, it definitely, it definitely does. I definitely agree. I definitely, but uh, I just don't want to use up all of our content. Um, no, it's fine. That's funny. I'm playing. I'm playing the rodeo role tonight. That's fine. <laughs> Lasso us in, Daddy. <laughs> uh, transition into. We have some tech. We have all kinds of tech. It sounds like you have big tech. I have niche tech. So, you want to start with the with the old uh, god of all humanity, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. Daddy. Daddy Zuckerberg, yes. The peak, the peak I don't, performance. I, honestly, I don't think I need to, like, get into too much detail because everyone and their brother knows by now. I think it is funny that we were talking recently about misinformation and which, and then, so, and which social networks were at the highest, you know, for being, you know, highly misinformative you were very pushy on facebook's the worst out of all of them and josh and i were very tiktok is right up there with it and then (laughs) and then 60 minutes comes out last sunday and is like hold my beer (laughs) yeah so you know what you know what i found out from all this i didn't know there are countries like especially over in africa and some parts of asia where there is next to no news there's no news they get all of their censored and everything from facebook it's censored heavily in those countries news networks don't exist china's the same way china actually censors their uh, internet they they you don't see anything on the internet they don't want you to see that's just the way it is so we should do some, uh, we should have an episode about china someday you know what i think we're having a we're having a oh we're having like an experimental episode here where we're like oh we should do an episode about this oh we should do an episode about that that's a great <laughs> idea but, oh and it, yeah anyway this is your official wine tasting of tj and um so obviously a lot of content to come about a variety of things but um so i stand even though I hate to say it, slightly corrected, because Tyler literally, you know, brought... I said Facebook bad, TikTok good, and yes. we got, okay. we got the Facebook, good. we got the Facebook dong right to the face over this yes. last week. T- TikTok's gonna have its day, trust me. Oh, it 100%. Will. It will. But maybe not, because it's a Chinese company, so we don't get to see a lot of yeah, but it's not it's not strictly ran by Chinese. I mean, you have American um, individuals who run the American market, you know, and the, and they have their own set rules. Can we talk about community guidelines real quick though, and how fucking laissez faire they are, and yes, some of the some of the content I've been seeing here lately that isn't getting blocked, and then content that's seemingly innocent getting blocked. That. Mm, I I saw it in the matter of probably three minutes on my For You page, somebody getting shot and killed, okay? Yes. Shot and killed. It's probably the same video. The dude at his front door. Yes. And you see the video through his ring? Yes. Doorbell? Yes, you did. 
I saw it on my for you page before you even sent it, dude. Same. It was insane. Same. And he's just mm-hmm, got him. Bye yep, bye. got him. Shot and killed. And then you, sir, you're going on a t-shirt. and then the next the next video i saw was a video of a guy uh remaking a video that he already did and that was the sound was removed because he said killer when he was talking about the uh um zodiac killer and he said the unaliving he had a he had to redub it and said unaliving Ah. instead of killing and i'm like are you kidding me i literally just watched a guy get murdered on a ring camera and you're telling me that the Zodiac Killer is against that? This guy got clapped, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the homeboy pulled out his Glock and he said, bang, bang. And I was like, holy shit. Hey, they you know what, the though? The at the door was ready. He, that he was, the dude. That he was, was self-defense to a T. That was self-defense to a T. And you well, could he, all... He even waited. He waited until the other guy started to draw. He was just a lot faster. Well, yeah, I mean, dude dude knows how to look over his shoulder, clearly. I mean, he he obviously has been exposed or lives in an area of town where you have to have eyes in the back of your head. Good on him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the audio is what kind of threw me for a loop a little bit because I I couldn't make out what he was saying, but it sounded like, Hey, hey, dude, walking in, like, at the door, at the door, or something like that. Like, he was trying to, initially, the guy was just ignoring him, and just about to walk inside until he started saying, hey, you know, at the door, trying to get his attention, and I was like, okay, and then the next thing you know, you he turns around, starts un, starts un, uh, unholstering his weapon, holds it down next to him until the guy walks around the corner, and then the guy pulls out his gun, and it's game over for that man. Mm-hmm. Game over. Bonkers. Bonkers. On TikTok, which is made for children, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, but Facebook, apparently they only get, like, they only flag and get rid of 3 to 5% of hate on the website, which is really funny, because I have a couple friends who are in that 3 to 5% of hate. Yes, you do. (laughs) They're always in Facebook jail. And it's not even... So, Mark Zuckerberg's a fucking reptile. Whether you believe that or not, um, Illuminati. I'm gonna talk about him next episode. When we talk about the Dracon, the reptilians. Hey, you. Um, yeah. No, that that does sound that does sound fun. Once again, wine <laughs> wine wine tasting. Here. Um, Twitter news for us local Ohioans. Um, you guys probably inevitably heard about uh urban meyer right uh, no i do not use twitter i don't i i don't either but it came up in my google news feed let me tell you it's like mm-hmm. hey this guy lives in ohio push him this um so urban meyer was at his own restaurant a couple weeks ago well not even a couple weeks ago i think it was last week whenever he was here playing cincinnati obviously he's you know the old ohio state head coach he now coaches the Jacksonville Jaguars NFL team. Which is bullshit because he left because he said he had migraines and a tumor. Yeah. And then it's not like a, a tumor. tumor. Yeah. It's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger over here. It's not a tumor. And literally but, was uh, making millions of dollars at yeah, a college. Well, but said, whatever. I can't see. I can't see myself <laughs> not coaching in the NFL. 
<laughs> so he uh, obviously the Jaguars lost to the Cincinnati Bengals and um, good game by the way. I guess old Urban felt the need to come up to his hometown, you know, his old hometown at least. Go to his own restaurant, you know, in his own pint house, which are literally called the Urban Meyer Chop House and the Urban Meyer um, Pint House. And he got caught on video with a sassy little 24-year-old grinding on his junk while he was sitting at a bar stool. And from another angle, there's a video of him playing a... I, I don't know. It kind of looked like he made like this little like grab maneuver and and her behind regional lower half but below the waist section kind of taintish, if you will. Are we are we talking about Donald Trump grab her by the pussy? We're, we're doing a little bit of grab her by the pussy action. Nice. And um, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is going through what we all know today as a bit of a. Uh, <laughs> He's going through a bit of a of a cancel spell right now. Um, his wife tweeted out, um, and I'm stuck at home with the grandkids tonight, but my man deserves a night out. I don't think when she said he deserves a night out, she meant he should be going around getting lap dances and feeling up young women. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So, I mean... Obviously, it's um, awesome. It's That's awesome. It, it, it's been addressed uh, by the Jaguars. Uh, the locker room is very unstable, obviously. Um, the man who's supposed to be leading their team and help them win games and figure out you know, their identity in the NFL. Pick that girl um, up by two fingers. Yeah, is literally a hot mess. And his locker room is chaos right now. They have not won a single game. Had he come to Ohio and beaten the Cincinnati Bengals on their home turf, I would say he could have went out for the night and enjoyed the evening. Not do what he did, but go out and enjoy the night. He, he deserved it. The fact that he lost the game, he should have got back on the plane with his teammates and went home and started planning for the next game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's uh, – it's it's definitely the hot news here in Ohio right now and in Jacksonville. The ownership down there has already made an official statement that he's not losing his job at the moment, but he has a lot of work to do to earn back the respect of the team and the organization. And I'm just like, okay, how how are you? Awk, awk? Basically, is that a little awk? <laughs> <laughs> basically, they are supporting his decision. Um, well, they've paid. A handsome sum to have him lose four games for them well you not know, only that but you also have to they have to they have to probably pay whatever type of f- fees come from that he has to be covered under some like if he's not going to lose his job that means like that means the team will be paying for whatever type of resolution yeah. comes from this from this uh, result since it was on official business well thanks to the internet age this young girl was quickly identified by somebody um so her name's plastered all over the internet now um and you're seeing story you're seeing okay so she works for a like 
PI? I think like a studio firm. They did a photo shoot at Urban's Chop House earlier this year, back in June. And it is supposed that she had met Urban at the time. But according to the statements that her company came out and made, they did not believe that her and Urban had any form of relationship outside of maybe passing each other by. Um, so there's no like concrete evidence that they knew each other outside of doing maybe one photo shoot, which obviously had a lot of people involved with it, but her mother has come out now, um, and saying she's very worried about her well-being. her company that she works for is invested doing an internal investigation on the situation to determine whether or not the actions that occurred are going to be detrimental to their image and whether any action is needed at all but from you know from that stance from that stance you know that plays into woke and cancel culture at the same time you're at a box well hold on hold on (laughs) I'll, I'll, i'll wrap up my little segment on this girl her mother is mostly concerned about her losing her job mostly due to the fact that A, she's only 24 years old, and B, she just bought a house. And anyone who has bought a house within the last year and a half knows how not cheap that is. So if she loses her what's presumably either a high five or low six-figure income, she's fucked. So Mm -hmm. proceed, Tyler. So, like, now if someone is on, you know, going out and especially putting on the internet like racist or hateful things like obviously that is that's uh, whatever you know to fire somebody for that because they're a shitty piece of garbage right but anything short of like that or like committing some kind of heinous crime it shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter this girl shouldn't lose her job just because she wanted to grind on it, let's let's take her Meyer out, out of the equation this girl wants to go grind on some dude's dick at a restaurant. She has every right in the world to do it, okay? She should be able to. She should not lose her, her job for that. I mean, morally, that is whatever you can think of that, whatever you want, okay? But like, that doesn't align with our corporate morals. Tyler said, let there be no. twerking. If I'm off the clock, I can do whatever the fuck I want. That's until a random stranger videotapes you doing it and someone identifies you and sends it to your company exactly now, people are I losing saw, their jobs left and right over that these days mm-hmm. i saw a guy on tiktok uh was being racist to somebody else on tiktok and this yes. guy like he was uh he was calling the dude like middle eastern and the yeah. dude is not and he was like you are middle eastern you can't say you're not and uh the dude works for a Middle Eastern man. So that guy's in the video to his boss and he heard all the racist things. He said, he's like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and let him go. Like, I get that. But like, even like, like, let's say you get picked up for a small crime, right? Like, a, like, let's, let's like say mild, not getting your, like a, your tax for your mild, dog. A mild public intoxication or a tax charge that's kind of bull like it's bullshit in my opinion to get fired for your job for that like now if you miss a bunch of work because you're in jail that's one thing <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like that's, that's something else maybe but like wait did that happen did he lose bro. his job 
corporate decisions. That for some reason that crosses a line in my in my mind. It like so, every time that I hear about this, somewhere deep down it makes me angry that these people lost their job because they part you know partake in something that somebody else doesn't agree with. Like if I want to go out if I want to go out and I want to have a couple drinks at a restaurant and I get picked up for a DUI because I'm driving but I only go to the drunk tank and I get released that morning and I still show up for work. Why should I lose my job because of that? If my job does not entail anything regarding driving, it doesn't require me to have any type of pretty much anything. A DUI is not a felony until it gets to a certain number. You know, Josh, I agree with you. As long as the action that's being taken isn't violent or breaking an actual law. If it's not a felony, why? What what does it matter? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. It could well, be okay. a Okay, a felony to a certain extent. Like, if it's a... I'm talking a felony three and below. So, three, two, and one. I'm just saying, if you're not breaking the law and you're just doing something that people disagree with, maybe you don't maybe you censor them you don't fucking fire them i don't know how i don't know how you censor people in their private lives because that's exactly what it is this is an instance where someone you know was acting like an ass they were ultimately recorded because anyone can take out their phone and record you now doing whatever dumb shit you're doing and ultimately make it visible to millions upon millions of people so it raises this really interesting argument of you know were the right were the right steps taken because you know everyone had this public perception of her based on this one video of her being a bitch to this woman in a supermarket so would either one of you guys hire her after that video yes in your business she deserves to get another job so are you trying to say we're going to punish her by putting her on unemployment for the rest of her life because that's not what right message we're sending here (laughs) is i would not hire that lady people who act like assholes like that in public should be punished and i think if you don't want that to happen to you don't act like that in public and that is in any situation hold on hold on in any situation taking the the coughing specifically, that's not okay on any day, pandemic or not. In my opinion, that lady should be arrested and tased. <laughs> <laughs> but like, You need to go to a mental institution because you are unstable. I think if I was running a business and someone sent me a video of my assistant manager acting like an asshole in public, depending on what was going on, I'd, fire, I'd probably fire them. Just because you don't act like an asshole in public. You don't do that, Okay. That's that's my feeling on that. It's not hard to not be an asshole in public. To not to do, and I think that if don't make a spectacle of yourself, and things won't happen. You can say the most vulgar, racist, whatever shit you want to someone you're friends with, and it's not going to get back to your boss. Okay, but when you go and you put yourself on stage like that, because whenever you go in public, like you said, everybody has cameras. When you go and make a spectacle like that in public. It's not, it's not a private interaction anymore, especially once it's posted on the internet. So if it gets to them and they see it, then they don't want you employed because of how you acted. That's whatever, I guess. But I, I, but I think it's more situational, and I agree with you guys. I'm going to tail back to my story. Um, like, I, Okay, let me side note. I think DUI is a bad example. 
because like I said, I think it's all situational. And I think if someone was, I don't like driving and drinking. So I'd be like, no, you're fired. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, I, I agree though. I, I, I agree that like, it, it doesn't matter. Cause like, um, I know a guy that got, one of the guys that I work with got picked up on going into work last week, right? On Sunday, uh, coming into work and, you know, no one knew and they terminated him for the no call, no shows because he didn't get in contact with anybody. Right. And now there's like a debate going on if they're going to hire him back. And anecdotally in our situation, I would say, yeah, his crime doesn't affect his job. It morally, I, I could care less what he's doing. He comes to work and he does his job. That's what's relevant to me right now. And if we can't, you can't find anybody to work the job and the man wants to work. So what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> Let the man work. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying that if it benefits you, you're for it. If it doesn't benef- if it doesn't benefit you, you're not for it. In that situation, yes. What I, what I'm saying But his situation that... could be very severe. Like we're talking we're talking five years in prison right, severe. But, but we're not trying to go that deep into I mean I get it, I but just... <laughs> I just feel like uh, I have conflicting opinions because I I just feel like that if you it, it, and I think it's specifically in this public if you act a certain way in public you put yourself on like on stage and if, <laughs> if you didn't act that way in public it wouldn't get to your boss so if you so that's that's the thing and if you act that way and they don't agree with how you acted. And they're not because nine times out of ten, the company does not give a shit about you. Unless you work in like – if you work in any kind of medium or large company, nine times out of ten, they don't give a shit about you. If it, if you as an individual are going to bring harm to the company and or their revenue, they're going to cut you loose. You know what I mean? Well, I agree. So, yeah, this, um, this woman actually had some pretty incredible background. I mean, she worked for NASA at one point in her life. I don't know exactly what she did at the current job that she, you know, held up until recently. But I know that it was a six-figure job. And I mean, I guess maybe if she wasn't, you know, a high-end salary employee, she may not have had the fucking book thrown at her. You know, are you going to really out uh, an hourly employee at Walmart for acting like a dick at Kroger on video? I get that. The only thing is, is I can see how her actions could warrant something a little more severe, but it's just like the double jeopardy clause. You can't like it's it's already hard enough for, for somebody who is a convicted felon to get a job because they're a felon. So not only have they been punished served their crime but now they're getting punished again on their day-to-day life that's not okay and then they end up on heroin this this lady (laughs) this lady was in a supermarket coughing on somebody okay she should have been arrested that's assault like that whether you're right whether it's a pandemic or not you don't know what she has you know uh hiv and hepatitis she, and she has space aids i mean everything <laughs> everything like that is very like it's out there and you don't know what people carry and it's just it can be scary i understand that yeah so if it was that big of a deal she she should have been it should have been handled with the police 
for it's that social to... social justice though i feel like but like it's for... it's people take it's people taking what they perceive as something that they see wrong and socially rectifying it that's literally what it is and we let and we literally let everybody do that though like nowadays I... yeah if there's evidence of it totally my problem is that like it's just in public i think that's why because my, my opinions do conflict a little bit but like if she was just like screaming and yelling on a street corner about how masks are, are bad and the vaccine has a microchip she's probably not going to lose her job but because she's making a scene with another individual in like a grocery store which is some i mean you're just trying to go get your food and go home no one's she, big, you know exactly I mean? she approached the situation um aggressively if she would have properly executed her First Amendment right, she'd probably still have a job. But instead, she got, you know, kind of aggressive and physical, made a, made a spectacle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, coughing on someone else is about as physical as it gets. You're exchanging your body fluids with somebody else's. Um, it's kind of gross. So. Okay. But she wasn't acting in company in the company's manner. No, but she was representing These people, something that didn't align with that company's, you know, so stance on anything. Basically, if this person, right, if this lady did not have social media, this would have never happened. Exactly. Ever. But that's or, just how pow- that's how powerful social yeah. media is, though. I mean, I think it's I think it's good to keep people in check and make everyone keep their head down. In I mean, she probably learned something out of the whole thing. Uh, maybe she didn't. She I could don't be know. stuck in her ways. It 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 just it enrages me how many people lose their job over stuff that they do in private. Like, uh, see, I think I think it's ridiculous too, especially if it's like, uh, I I don't I mean like not in a not a public spectacle it's just i don't know i guess a good example is like um i don't know but can you imagine if you were not like um yeah example is we have a breathalyzer every drug test we take at work come with a breathalyzer fucking weirdest shit i take a breathalyzer during my hiring process right so like in theory, and and they go by a zero zero, not by a point zero eight. In theory, I could drink the night before, have an accident as soon as I get into work, right? Be completely legal to drive there and everything, but lose my job over it because I didn't blow a zero zero, even though I was legally sober. Buddy, you could have used Listerine and failed that test. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> but like, in that in that same sense, though, if you blew a let's just say an 08 or just let's just say an 07 and you got into an accident, you're getting a DUI charge. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, if you're caught speeding or whatever and you blow an 08, that's fine. But if you cause an accident, that's a DUI charge. Right. Regardless if it's legal, it's in your system and you're driving. Exactly. And you, and you cause an accident. So that's that's my D that's my DUI argument. So if I get into my car and I am legal to drive, and I get into an accident because somebody pulled out in front of me or slammed on their brakes or something like that, I'm going I and I lose my job because of that. That doesn't make that doesn't make sense. There's no there's no reason it was an accident, 
and I was and okay. I was driving under the legal limit. You've convinced me. DUI is morally wrong, but you shouldn't lose your job over it. I guess, like, because it, fall, it falls in it falls into the same category, especially in a scenario like that. You know I how think. many people work third shift and have party plates, bro? So many. You know, you know how many people just... drive drive mopeds down here? You want to know why? Because in the state <laughs> of South Carolina, in the state of South Carolina, if you get a DUI, you lose your license in your car. But guess what? You don't need a license to drive a, a moped. So these little drunk boys are driving mopeds going 60 miles an hour down the road. Putting their life in further so danger. Funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, more immediate. I know I know a 60-year-old man who has not had his license because of 20 DUIs in his life who drives Party. a moped to work. And he can never drive a car again. There's only one acronym for such a thing, and that is YOLO. <laughs> um, Tyler... Um, I want to shift away from our social media tech discussion, and I want you to bring up your little bit about uh, this uh, rifle. Okay, so I have, t- I have two I have two little tidbits about their military tech. So first, is I read the story about the Israeli special forces assemble a smuggled a robotic sniper rifle into Iran, you know, piece by piece, assembled it in the back of the pickup truck loaded the pickup truck with explosives as a contingency. And then <laughs> and then used this robot sniper rifle that they controlled from across the border, you know, in their country, assisted by AI to kill Iran's top nuclear scientist. Just Where, five times dead. One question. Where can I buy one? Exactly. I think we need That's to lease that to no, the United States. No operators required. Because See, that's why that's why they're the good ones. That's why we're friends <laughs> with them over there and nobody else. I'm just saying because uh, we did a bomb strike that actually only killed civilians, but we're led to believe that it was the only time that's happened. Okay, but we were. It was said, "Hey, yeah, we got the guy. This is what happened. No civilians were killed." And then what? Five weeks later, like, oh, only civilians were killed. My best. Mr. President, <laughs> we got him. That's about all I could find on that. Um, this other one is is pretty interesting. Okay. So I found this. I found out technically the U.S. military no longer owns a night. We have to share the night now because even insurgents can buy night vision goggles, right? So before, before what we would do is we were the only ones out there with NVGs. Everybody else and had just their bare naked eye, so we could run IR strobes, which is a strobe that you know shines nice and bright, but only shows up on your night vision goggles. The same, they had the same type of lasers for their guns, so everybody could see where they were pointing nice and clear. But the insurgents, they couldn't be seen, right? Um, it doesn't work anymore because now that just paints a big old light on us. So we're developing new night vision goggles, and what these do is they project an overlay onto your goggles and it's a thermal white like a white thermal view right and apparently i was looking at some footage and it looks crazy it is so cool it has like a target outliner right so you have white and black outlined in a heat signature so super easy to see it, they were saying the old versions you were lucky to get clear shots out at 150 meters 
and these are they're hitting shots over 600 meters so it is just an exponential increase and with the same kind of ar overlay they're testing basically a mini map like you'd see in a video game and this mini map will show everybody's positions all friendly forces and they can be you know updated on the fly by people back at the fobs right that's awesome it is really it is but the problem the trouble they're having is the same overlay it makes you shoot in second person so they just they described it as second person but it looks more akin to first person so you're seeing not back from the firing position i guess it is almost like a second person you're seeing your pov is the barrel of the gun is the gun reticle is your pov so it's an offset first person and they're mm. saying that it's it's hard to master and it's a weird kind of but it doesn't look hard to me but that's just me <laughs> watching a youtube video you don't on my right you don't so see I, very uh, many uh video games with the old second person view so uh-huh. now this tidbit doing this research at work was mostly me you know listening to podcasts and youtube videos while i was working i somehow managed to listen to two hours of chinese propaganda going from this because i thought i went from these night vision goggles to a comparison of the military i was like oh this would be interesting and then i watched this video called the coming war with china and i was like oh this could be interesting seeing learning about like i want to listen about how things are heating up in the pacific ocean or pacific the uh whatever the china south china sea and all that you know this was not that at all (laughs) this this video it started out as mostly news footage about China's expansion into the South China Sea, where they're building all these islands and the tensions are rising from like five years ago. And I'm like, okay, it's all online, you know. I know most of this. This is good. And then it just kind of, I don't know how, it was seamless enough to not be abrupt, but it just switched to, uh, it switched to how the U.S. was testing nuclear weapons on indigenous people. And like the bikini tests, or the bikini island tests, and all that, and I'm not gonna. That'd be a whole other thing we can talk to. We can. That'd be a fun little deep dive. Um, but it it just started talking about all these bad things that the U.S. did, like how we <laughs> basically colonized China and the Boxer Revolution and all this and that. And then it was talking about how China's actually not that bad, and you have a lot of freedom, and you can especially speak out against the state if you want. It's totally fair and free to do, and people speak out against the Communist Party all the time, and they never get sent to concentration camps or gulags. The only, <laughs> the only, the only caveat of trying to speak out against their government is they'll lock you in, or they'll barricade you in your own home. And Ooh, like Australia, so it, just, it just turned into just you know bashing America and China's not that bad. And I think I might be a CCP member now. Honestly. Oh, bye. But, I'm sorry. We have to cancel this podcast, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That was interesting. Is they're called the Communist Party of China, but they have state-sanctioned capitalism. Hmm. So their plan is so it's it's capitalism completely controlled by the state. It's kind of like a weird mix mesh, you know. Their plan is a hundred years of this hybrid capitalism to build funds and act acquire land and grow to then try true communism after they have all the resources they need yeah oh that's i i could talk for hours on china 
but I interesting. That's, I know people I who that. moved to China, and that boggles my mind because it seems like a bad place over there. Well, you know, I think the U.S. is just as guilty as, uh, I mean, the, whether you, yeah. whether you, whether you want to call it propaganda or not, it is. We are told that China is this evil, you know, outsourced, you know, money gobbling, you know, production facility riddled, disgusting, f- smoggy fucking country that no one deserves to live in. Yet, you know, we're kind of the ones responsible for making it what it is today by doing exactly what I just said, outsourcing all of our manufacturing to them. That brought in billions and and revenue for them personally. There's no propaganda in the American education system. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. But the truth. You know, this this reminds me of something kind of cute, propaganda and all that. So back during like the original space race between Russia and um, America during the Cold War, you know that NASA commissioned to have the ballpoint pen, which is operational in space and zero gravity environments, um, to be manufactured or developed, so to say. They spent roughly a million dollars uh, on that project, which, uh, which equates to like eight and a quarter million in 2020. Um, they, so they spend all that money to develop, to develop a pen that can write in space. You know what the fucking Russians did? They brought a pencil. It's funny. So a million dollars during the cold war was a lot of fucking money. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a drop in the bucket compared to, uh, current infrastructure bills that are being, you know, put on the ballot, but we won't go there. Three point five trillion to be exact. But um oh, spicy. goes there. Oh, I'm not going there. It's just a that's a that's a very wow number, three point five trillion. You know? All the money's fake, so it doesn't matter. Oh money is um you know what I really want to see? I want to see this one trillion dollar uh, platinum coin get minted to help raise that debt ceiling. That's what I'm mm-hmm. real that's what I, I was like, I wanna see this coin. Let's go ahead and do that. I wanna see what that looks like. I didn't that's, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Josh, read a if, fucking see, news article. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if they did that, Fuck. they would realize everyone would realize that money's not real. And nothing matters. Well, here's the here, so here's my problem. Here's here's my problem. And this is as political as we're gonna get tonight. <laughs> it's either the House of Representatives and the Senate both vote and agree to raise the fucking debt ceiling. Or your plan B is we're going to bypass all that and we can just mint this fucking coin that's worth a trillion dollars because we say so. And whoop, there goes the debt ceiling. It just went up. Legally, they can, though. That's the fucking thing. But that, that, <laughs> do you not see the flaw here? It's either you have to wait on all the bureaucracy or you can just say, make it up. Wait, who's the, ne- who's the closest person to get a trillion dollars? Well, I think right now um, the market cap on Amazon is like roughly over a trillion dollars. Really? So, so Jeff Bezos could have this this coin. Jeff Bezos is on track to be the first trillionaire on the planet. Well, the coin wouldn't be distributed, and Elon Musk just passed him as the richest man in the world again. Yeah, that's a back and forth battle. Give it a few days. He sent him a number two trophy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, people people dog on Elon. I love that man. 
you know he, he is the perfect embodiment of a troll who made it to the big leagues and now he's is rubbing weird. his flaccid penis all over jeff bezos's bald head a fucking he... nerd that got bullied his whole life and now he's saying fuck you to society. <laughs> That's what it he is. came out of nowhere he produced and made cars for years no marketing nothing until randomly tesla popped up on the mainstream and then ever since then he's been he makes millions of dollars a year and in, in selling only from the manufacturer these vehicles you can't a big tech tesla vehicles do not shrink your footprint do not let them tell you that lie you are still burning a shit ton of coal to charge your car go fuck yourself that's all i have to say about that oh so you, so you're telling my prius does a better job your Prius still runs on fuel, but it's called a hybrid for a reason. <laughs> no, I'm I'm saving the world by driving a Prius. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Actually, I'm been, saving the world. It has been proven that Go Green is saving a money scheme. The world. Go look it up. We will do an episode on that. You're as right. Well. Go Green means money. Yes, you're right. But I'm for saving someone the else, world. not you. I'm saving the world. Who would you buy that Prius from? I don't have a, a Prius, but it's super funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is every time that the economic, not economic, uh, environment uh, benefits to these hybrid vehicles come up. All I can think of is the time that these Prius, these pristine Prius owners, how they just get off on saving the planet by driving. A vehicle that switch back switches back and forth between gasoline and electric. Right. By the way, don't throw away any um, mail that has your personal information on it. I don't know if you guys knew this, but for many years now, um, trash processing plants, um, after obviously after the trash leaves your trash can, it's no longer your property. Um, so since a scarce amount of people recycle. Um, Trash processors have taken upon themselves to go through um, large amounts of trash bags and pull out recyclable goods from them, which is not a bad idea, right? Um, you know, that sounds like job creation, sounds like a way to, you know, maybe recycle a little bit more than what's normally recycled. But at the same time, if you throw away like a bunch of bills and shit and someone sees like your social, or, you know, or any type of account information written on it and, you know, you get that guy on the assembly line, you know, picking through your trash bag and it's like, I'm going to steal this guy's shit. You know, just throwing that I out there. I thought you were going to tell me that they were they were sorting through the trash and collecting all of our mail and then selling our information to companies for big money. They could do that's that. That's where the money is. could do that, too. That, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's probably a valid um, uh, this possibility. Is, this is really off topic. I know we're getting kind of uh, scarce really here. Time. Uh, 1.30. Mm, I might have lied. We might have to cut the AMI. <laughs> uh, so, my We're not wife's... cutting it. It's happening. It's, <laughs> even if the show is three hours long. Um <laughs> My it's wife's only twelve o'clock. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. My wife's uh, boss went to California and got scammed from a restaurant. <laughs> One of the waiters picked up this card that she had, which was just like a, a Visa card, and he took it back, scratched off, took a picture of the of the card itself, and said, "Oh, this didn't work here," 
and bought and bought a hundred dollars worth of uh, groceries online at the Winn Dixie. That is how you hustle. He Not the and and she paid. She was like, she was like, okay, you know, whatever. Well, I'll I'll just use this, and left him an eighty dollar tip on a twenty dollar bill. Wow. Because yeah, he really made out, didn't he? Oh yeah. And hundred and sixty dollars out this lady. Man, it was when she told me that story last night, I was dying because she buys the most sketchy shit off the internet. She bought these these shirts from China. Okay. She, she's a wish shopper, isn't she? Yes. And she thinks it's quality <laughs> products. Okay. Yeah, oh, I bet fuck. she does. She bought this these... was not mass produced by a facility that has suicide nets. Don't worry, it's very economic here. She had she bought these shirts, two shirts for gender reveal. They took twelve weeks to get to her. She paid fifty dollars and a hundred dollars in express shipping. Took twelve weeks, and then when they uh, when they came <laughs> when God they fucking got bro. Oh yeah, and then when they showed up. They were like cycling, and they were distorted because the material was like, was like too too small of spandex. That is so fucking funny. So funny. So Speaking funny. of scams, I'm gonna dip my toe in the water here. My mom uh, fell for one of the variations <laughs> of the Nigerian prince scam once. No. She was, yeah. After her, and my dad split up. Started talking to some dude online, right? And she's like, yeah, he's in the army, he's in the special forces, and he's stationed in Nigeria. I was like, oh, that's cool. She's like, you want to talk to him? He wants to talk to you. He wants to meet my kids. And I'm like, like, I want no part of this. I was like, I am a grown-ass man. I do not need to meet your fucking boyfriends, okay? She puts him on speakerphone. This man is Nigerian. He has a thick thick Nigerian accent. Like, it might be not, not be Nigerian accent. He's a thick accent. He is not an American man. And I was like, while him, with him on the phone, I was like, Mom, that man is Nigerian. I was like, that is not an American. That is not an He is not in the army. Like, that is not an American. And she's like, no, no. No, after they spend at least six months over there, they develop the accent. And I was like, that's <laughs> not how fucking accents work. That is not, that is not how it works at all. Anyways, he hit her with the whole send me money and I'll send you more back or whatever, you know, like the hate those emails. <laughs> Somehow they word it where he has a bunch of money, but he needs her to send him money so he can wire her this all of this money. And she's like, I'm going to buy you a new truck. I'm buying everybody cars and this and yep. that. And I'm like, yep. you are literally fucking getting scammed right now, lady. It was a scam. He wasn't in the special forces. Then he wasn't rich. What are you? Who would have thought? I'm I'm going to send you ten thousand dollars via Western Union transfer. Please verify your credit card information by emailing it to me uh, by replying to this email. That type of thing. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a scam. I'm gonna throw in a scam story after you're done with yours, and then I think we should move on to um, the asshole. I agree. There's a whole Futurama episode on this. The Bender's Big Score, where the professor's like, I don't even remember entering the Spanish lottery, but I'm a winner. And <laughs> people are literally like that. <laughs> like, yes. 
So mine is a little more fucked up. I'm not going to name any names. This was from when I was in high school and it was one of my jobs. Uh, it was one of my high school jobs I worked at. <laughs> GameStop. And um, <laughs> my manager was a big, 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 big fucking fan of uh, Final Fantasy 11, which is like an MMO version of Final Fantasy. So you play online with other people. And um, this uh, manager of mine, he happened to be gay, um, and he met a guy on Final Fantasy, but he never used uh, voice chat features. He would only chat through, um, like, messaging, like text messaging, uh, or the in-game messenger, if you will. And he met this dude and um, decided to peacock the fuck out of him, convinced him that he was a girl, you know, this woman, he would go online and he would find pictures of like sexy women, like the whole stereotypical, like just peacocking bit. And he would send him like pictures of just random, like Google imaged women. Um, And he would always like, lead him on about how this dude lived in New York, I think, and he'd always lead him on about like how he's going to come visit him eventually. And this dude has no idea. He's a man, a gay man at that. So I hate when that happens. This, uh, this went on for years. And as far as I know, it probably, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I know it's not going on anymore because he has since moved on from, from that shenanigans, but he literally just got (laughs) off. Like, he got off on just tricking this guy that he was this beautiful woman and was actually just some kind of heavyweight, hairy gay dude playing Final Fantasy in his basement. And it's like the, it's like the antithesis of like online predator bullshit. You know what I mean? It's just disgusting. Just sitting at the counter bored wanting to kill himself and the crew of catfish just walks in the door the whole <laughs> tv crew <laughs> it was there were some wild times at the old game stuff there's a lot of stories there but alas i think we owe it to ourselves to jump into am i the asshole well 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 we can do one i had two but we'll, we'll do one well let's see how long the first one takes Okay, am I the asshole for paying my friend $69.69 instead of $70? So I was going to buy something for my friend of mine. I asked him the day prior how much he wanted for it, and he said $70. The next day, I was going to Venmo him the money, and having known him for about a year, I felt comfortable joking around with him and seeing, and uh, thought sending him $69.69 would be funny. I considered he might get annoyed. I didn't send him the full amount, but I figured 31 cents worth it for the joke. And I, he wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded if it was reversed, so I said it. So now to give some perspective, this friend has paid for my lunch before because he was in front of me in line. He's rushed off five when I owed him 45 and only had 40 on me. Uh, we've driven significant distance and didn't ask for gas money or anything. He's bought pizza for dinner. I've made and bought him meals as well. I once thought a couple hundred dollars and he took over a week to return. In short, we don't really keep tabs on each other or how much we owe each other. And he said a few times, what's the what's the couple dollars between friends this all let me believe that 31 cents was okay for a joke um after i sent him the money he sends me a single laughing face emoji to which i reply i gave myself a 31 cent discount with some wink emojis he said i was gonna let it, it slide until you bragged about it 
at this point, I thought he was still joking, so I just sent some laughing emojis. Yeah, but a couple of texts later, I still sensed the tension was there. So I decided to say, I'm just playing. He says, all right, I'm going to play around and short you, I guess. And I said, bro, okay, I can send it to you. My bad. He said, it just, it's just business, baby. He said, I've been fucked around, shorted, robbed, et cetera, enough. I don't play when it comes to business. And I said, sorry, I was just trying to pay you up front and be funny. At this point, I went back to Venmo and sent him the thirty, the sent him another sixty-nine cents to make up for me shorting thirty-one cents. I felt so embarrassed. I didn't expect this reaction. Now looking at it, I'm confused with his text too. I was gonna let it slide until you bragged about it. It was a joke. I don't want him to have have to let it slide. It was supposed to be funny, and I was bragging about it. I knew he saw the transactions from his laughing emoji. And I explained that I was aware that I didn't pay him 31 cents for the sake of the joke. I was acknowledging it, not bragging. Who would brag about that? And he'll short me if he owes me money down the line because I didn't pay him 31 cents. Also, I did not short him. I was paying ahead. I was seeing him later that day, so I haven't even seen the thing he was selling me. I just trusted it was in good condition. On the other hand, I can see how I technically didn't pay him full price. So anyways, is this an overreaction or am I the asshole? Overreaction. Just throwing that out there. Overreaction. I think he's obviously, especially if he's like, I was just playing. But to me, it sounds like he was buying drugs. And the guy just, he just, because like, got robbed. I get the vibe of like, when you say you get robbed, friends, we're friends and I buy you food and this and that, but don't fuck with my drugs. That's the kind of vibe I get from that. And I just, Either that, or he runs a very serious, legitimate online store. Drugs. That's a maybe. Drugs. That happens to be a front for drugs. <laughs> he buy, he's a reseller, and it, you should take him seriously. It's a real job, okay? He has to pay taxes, too. It's a real job. Why am I paying $300 for a statue of the Virgin Mary? <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I that is 100% an overreaction. If... I ever did that to any of you, and I sent you $6.69, you better fucking laugh. And if <laughs> I gave... That he didn't think it was funny. Yes, because <laughs> if you guys are, if you're actual friends, that that's not a big deal. Like, Tyler, you and I have been around each other for a very long time. We have spent a lot of money on each other. Mm-hmm. I, we can't even put actual numbers into play. And I, I'm a, I'm of the opinion that it'll all work itself out in the end. I don't really care to like you owe me one because I know you can you're gonna get me. Yeah. So it's whatever. But I do I do I think even like even if he is truly offended, you should be able to be like that's really funny, and then like call like not freak out and just be like but can you actually pay the whole price it's kind of a big deal and like you know what i mean yeah you gotta be like all right then let me just you're buying a statue let me just take off about a quarter inch of it and then you can have it the comment about i was fine with it until you started bragging about it i don't really see that maybe he was just having a bad day so i can attest to how ridiculous like the three of us have been about money before I, this, this story sparked a memory of mine and back on March 31st, I forget what 
the reasoning behind it was, but Josh requested 12 cents via Facebook pay. Like I said, I cannot remember for the life of me the backstory, but I legitimately was going to send Josh that 12 cents <laughs> just, just on principle alone. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't think Facebook pay um, lets anything less than a dollar. Less than a dollar through, so it was still a funny. And Josh ultimately canceled the request, but it was a funny fucking. It's twelve cents. This is thirty-one cents, or yeah, thirty-one cents. So let's let's not make it a thing. Let's not make it awkward because it doesn't need to be. We're talking about less than the sales tax on a seventy-dollar purchase. And which you're probably not even paying sales tax. You sell drugs. You don't pay taxes on those. Exactly. You're not even getting taxed on this. You're just fucking around with drugs. (laughs) That's funny. I mean, yeah, that is that is pretty funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. I have another one too. That is, uh, I I don't know. I don't know how to describe this one. So we're just gonna hit it. Okay. Am I the asshole for walking in on my parents? Now, wherever you think this is going, it's probably going. You're probably in the right place. Okay. Said so it's uh, it's not really a huge conflict or anything, but I've been pissed about this, so time to see if I'm the asshole. I was relaxing in the living room when I realized that I needed to charge my phone. If I left my charger in my parents' room, I believe my parents were still asleep since they had been napping for 20 minutes beforehand. I walked to their room. We live in an apartment and saw the door was cracked open. And still assuming they were asleep, I pushed open the door and they were going at it. They just looked at me, and I quickly closed the door after I realized that was what was happening. Went back to the living room, but no biggie, right? It was just more awkward and embarrassing than anything. I just went back to playing video games and laughed a bit with my friends. It wasn't until later that night it became an issue. My dad had made a comment about how next time I'll knock while laughing at me. So I replied that the next time he should lock the door, he quickly got angry with me, saying how he shouldn't need to lock it. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off, but I just ignored it and went on my night. My mom decided to say the same thing, and I responded again. They should have at least closed the door. Then she started talking about how she didn't need to and that I shouldn't have waited to get my charger. And I responded that I don't know that was going to happen, and we got into a small argument about it. I didn't really care about walking in on them. I just really didn't like that they were blaming me for it like I knew they were having sex. After the argument, I felt felt too angry, so here I am. I do feel like I could be the asshole because I could have just knocked and avoided all this. However, I don't think they should have completely blamed me if they didn't close the door. Uh, I'll go first again. So this one's kind of weird for me because, like, I'm a big, I mean, like, as uncomfortable as that, that that is, it's an accident, so it's whatever. Like, there's definitely a case for the kid knocking, but if he thinks they're napping, he's not going to knock. He's just going to quietly go in there and get his charger and be done with it. He's not, you know what I mean? And once he realized what was going on, he was just like, nope. And just, you know what I mean? Didn't make a big deal about it. But um, I don't know. I just feel like everyone's kind of the asshole. That is so funny. Who Whose parents takes a nap during the day? <laughs> I wish Me. I could take a nap during the day. Right. I'm the parent that takes a nap during the day. Yeah, but I'm talking. Do you take not, a Do you take a nap in your bed? <laughs> do you take a nap in your bed, or you take a nap on the couch? Oh, sadly, these days it's usually on the couch, which exactly. is not very fulfilling. I take like if I fall asleep during the day, I'm taking a nap on the couch. But that's not here nor there. Uh, for this, 
I feel that it depends on this kid's age. The way that the mannerisms and the way that that was typed out, it makes me feel like almost somebody who shouldn't be living in his parents' house. Sounds like someone older, right? Yeah, like yeah. to me, it sounds like it's like a teenager. Maybe, maybe like seventeen, sixteen. Okay, maybe, but I'm talking like somebody, who, somebody who's older. Like in my mind, while you're telling the story, I was like, oh, this person's like probably nineteen or twenty, because if you were a child, like if you were literally a child where you had no, um, no options of where to go, I could, I don't think a parent should react that way i think the parents should be like oh yes of course i have kids that live in my house i should definitely make sure the, do- the door is closed or i should definitely make sure the door is locked you can't tell me when when i am going to get down and dirty with my wife okay if i want to have sex with my wife at 12 30 in the afternoon or 12 30 at night there ain't shit you're going to do about it right but they call that an afternoon delight <laughs> probably close the door what'd you say at, at the very least since if you have people in the house you should probably close the door at the very least for sure well yeah <laughs> so this is in my opinion um in my opinion no one's the asshole because i feel like this type of thing happens um more often than anyone's willing to admit and uh you know it's just one of those honest mistakes you know most i think most parents wouldn't come back joking about it Especially, you know, that's got to be traumatizing for both parties because on the parent side, you're like, oh, fuck, my kid just saw me doing that, you know, doing the naked, doing the naked dance with the old lady. <laughs> the naked salsa. And then, and then um, you know, the child's just like, oh, great. I just saw how babies are made. And that's, <laughs> you know, yeah. I know, I know how babies are made, but I don't need to see my parents do it. Yeah. Um. So really, in my opinion, it's one of those like forgive and forget scenarios, and I don't think there was any need for anyone to be an asshole in that scenario. But they made themselves the assholes the way they handled it post incident, in my opinion. Yeah. So I, I I agree. I want to change my answer to Nick's answer because the problem is everyone like because like if it was me, I I would make the same joke. Well, next time you're not, even though I don't like. I don't feel like the kid's the asshole. And if they're like, well, next time you'll close the door. And I'll be like... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, you know. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't need to go any further than... Honestly, the, the dad didn't need to come out with the whole high school quarterback bit and be like, every time I lose my load, I scream touchdown. You know? <laughs> you'll, you'll, uh, you'll knock next time there, won't you, sport? You know? That's just cringy and gross, and he, his dad didn't need to be that guy. Clearly, he was very impressed that he was able to, you know, score with his own wife, which is sad. And uh, sad. Yeah. Uh, your dad fucks. Yeah, you know, you know, he probably had to take Viagra just to get where his wife needed to be. You anyways. are throwing some major shade, and quite possibly, she probably didn't even climax. So oh, there's God. that. Of course not. The, the door was open. Like it's like it's like the Wolf of Wall Street when he scores with that uh, really hot chick in the movie. He's like, yes. I fucked the shit out of her for eleven seconds. <laughs> yes yes that is so funny uh yeah so basically first one uh yes definitely an asshole second one parents were the asshole i i concur 
It's almost like we're all friends and have very similar opinions on things. <laughs> wow, we should make a podcast. <laughs> totally. We should have called this the echo chamber. <laughs> Speaking of which, my older son, my two-year-old, found out today that uh, in certain environments, he can, in fact, have his voice echo. So we were in the vestibule at Meyer today, and he, like, just let out a audible two-year-old sound which i'm not going to recreate because it'll do be it. traumatizing for everybody <laughs> do it but uh his voice echoed in the vestibule because it has really tall ceilings and it's open obviously and he was like and then he kept doing it he kept going what what <laughs> what and then it was just keep going and i was like come on let's get through here and let's get a cart let's go You're making a scene over something that shouldn't be um, that's so funny it's awkward dad moments see you gotta love every minute of them um so I my think... favorite one yes old pe- old old ladies say oh hi there to eliza and she goes Bye. Arthur's the kid who's in the cart, and no matter what aisle you're pushing him down, he will literally say hi to anybody. And most of the time, they humor him and say hi back, and then he just looks away and is like, okay, we completed our transaction. Leave me alone. So It's kind of funny when they don't, and then the kid just keeps going, hi, hi. Um, that's like that's every that person in the aisle. They just that's like, literally every die. every kid in my son's daycare. They're all around. <laughs> most of them are around his age, and like it's either high or by. Leaving is the worst part because they just literally stand at the bottom of the staircase and say bye until you physically just walk out the door. They just keep bye. saying bye, bye, bye. Bye, and you're just like, okay, I humored you like the first five times. Bye now. So you're cute and all, but fuck off. Um, That's pretty funny. So I think um, I think we're probably ready for trivia. Yeah. Oh yeah, sir. We got we got a good old seven minutes until we hit our our ideal time. Uh oh, better hurry. All right, so music trivia tonight. I think you guys are familiar with the setup, but I will go over the rules for our listeners. So I have taken five decades of music and I have made two questions from each decade. I'm going to ask each of you individually one question from each decade and tally up your score. And then I will do the same for the next individual. Whoever has the most tallies wins. So, coin flip, who wants to go first? Tyler goes first. Tyler. Spicy. All right. All right. So, Tyler, starting with the 70s, um, one is the loneliest number according to what band? Um, hmm. Toto. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Unfortunate incorrect that would be three dog night three dog night i should have known that all right from the 80s who sang the song money for nothing money for nothing i have never heard this song money for Uh, nothing and your chicks for free um 
I feel like I don't. Is it 80s? That's um, the way you do it. Play the guitar on the MTV. I don't know. I don't know the Rolling Stones. It's actually kind of close, but it's Dire Straits. Dire so. Straits. My other oh. one was... Oh for 2. I'm going to win this one. 90s. Um, can you name the album, not the band, but the album that features a naked child on the cover? It smells like Teen Spirit. Ding, ding, ding. You got one point. See, I always I think the album is like In Bloom. Yeah. Or another one. All right. The 2000s. Um, JB and KG together form what band? JB and KG. Yes, this is the initials of the individuals. JB and KG together form what band? What band? Oh, fuck. I don't know. 303. All right. No, Tenacious D. Tenacious D. That was was a get. That was a give me, bro. That was a fucking give me. No, that wasn't the last time I heard that question. I was someone was given the full names. No, no. <laughs> All right, that's not the case. That is definitely the case. That that's is funny. Exactly what happened? That's funny. It doesn't matter. There's no proof of it anymore. Um, I'm, po- I'm posting it. No, you're not. <laughs> Prove my innocence. You still should have got it. We recorded right. this episode last week, but we fucked it up. We had to <laughs> so record it. Full it's disclosure, okay. it's Josh's fault. It was. Um, so, last question from the 2000s. Which Katy Perry song featured Snoop Dogg? California Girls. Good job. I All right. The girl nope. So, that's not it. Fun, funnily, <laughs> en- funnily enough, you got the exact same amount of points you got the first time we tried this. So that's funny. But I had, it's funny because the two questions I got were not my questions. Nope. Exactly. I swapped them. <laughs> they on were Josh's questions last week. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I would have so, won if you would have presented that question in the same manner that you presented it to Josh. It's a different, <laughs> different week, different game, different, different everything. All right, Josh, your turn. All right, who sang? Oh man, I already asked this question. All right, let's see if you remember. Fuck it. Who sang the song "Lola" from the seventies? Lola. Mm-hmm. Hello, Lola. Uh, is it Kinks? The Kinks? Ding, ding, got it. So that's one for Josh. All right, uh, your 80s. What was the theme song in Rocky Three? I Have the Tiger. That is two for Josh. Josh, finish this phrase for me. Wu-Tang Clan ain't. Nothing to f- fuck around with. Mm. Mm, Wu-Tang ain't nothing to... Hold on, hold on, don't... Don't do this to me. I know it. You're so close. You just need to take a <laughs> word with. out of there. There you go. Yeah. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Well, then you've automatically won, but we're going to keep going. Yes, Daddy. Um, <laughs> which side? No. <laughs> He's at three. You had two. Um, 
Which Gary beverage was featured in a popular 2000 song? Milkshakes. Yep. That's four for Josh. My milkshakes are showing. And then what up-and-coming rapper died of an overdose on his own tour bus? Lil Peep. Five for five, Josh. I'm so proud of you. Let's do the bonus question because I remember it too. (laughs) It's fine. It was still fun. And Tyler just makes a habit out of losing, so it's okay. And the and the bonus question is cash. Yes, what is what does cream stand for? That would that would have been the tiebreaker, which we did have to use in the last episode. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And Josh got it because he recently was exposed to the meaning of cream. Yes, cream. Which is uh, cash rules, rules everything, everything around me. me. Yes, beautiful stuff, poetry. Poetry. Good, good stuff. I, good shit. I, well, guys, this has been a really fun episode. I think so. Yeah, I had a great time I, this I, episode. Actually, I did too. It's uh. It's a little longer, but it's okay. It's good. good we have we have good stuff coming. Obviously, you guys heard us talk about things that weren't even related to our this evening's topics, but obviously we have a lot on our minds and we love talking about it. So we will have more coming in the future. So please, please, please keep listening. We promise we will get better. Please. Please don't make me grovel. I like it. Wow, that wasn't a lot of fun. Um, go ahead and follow us on the Facebooks until it gets deactivated for being a tech <laughs> monopoly at the TJN show podcast. You can Facebook is addictive at the TJN show. I'm going to go ahead and plug my own personal TikTok also, because I've been doing pretty okay on there. I can't let you go poop. That's my TikTok. Um, do you guys want to plug any of your things? Or? Get out. No. I don't have a plug, so no. I'll, okay, I'll go with my Twitch. It's NY's analysis. Uh, I am the performer of the group, if you can't tell. Um, don't laugh at me about my TikTok either. I love you guys a bunch. Thank you for listening. Good night. Bye. Bye.